0: Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 370, and I am Libby, your host. And this week,
3: we have returning guests. Hi, this is you, son, and I'm a costume designer and a TV enthusiast. This is Allison, and I write reviews for Widenopolis.
1: Hi, this is Susie, and I write reviews and do interviews for Widenopolis.
4: Hi, this is David, and I work in post-production for TV.
1: Yay!
0: Post-production! Woohoo! All right uh let's start off with the news if you can believe this facebook has ordered elizabeth olsen's half hour dramedy because why not facebook making original
1: series
3: wait is elizabeth the olsen that can act yes i don't know
1: yes she's the one that was in that movie a couple like something bones or something or was that a different person yeah Uh, i gotta keep track of the olsen's Fix, like their algorithm on their main site before they do this kind of crap i don't
0: understand I don't, I don't know how we're supposed to watch television on facebook because that does not come onto my television i'm not one of those little teeny bopper kids that watches stuff only on their computer i only do that if i have no choice uh next piece of news uh jennifer garner what'd you say
1: <laughs> but think of all the targeted ads you'll get oh fun yeah
0: Uh, Next up, uh, Jennifer Garner is to star on HBO comedy called Camping from the producers of Girls. So everybody, I guess, is excited because she's back on television. But to be honest, I only liked her for maybe the first couple seasons of Alias and whatever. Um, The Killing stars, or the stars from The Killing, are being reunited for a show on Amazon. Uh, That is uh, Joel Kinnerman... Kinnaman, who was just on, uh, Altered Carbon, and Morel Enos, I can never say her name, the comedy, or the show is called Hannah. Amazon has also ordered a show called The Feed, which is a psychological thr- thriller, which is based on a Nick Clark novel, for all you Nick Clark novel fans, I don't know what that's about either, Disney, uh, Digital has added two more Star Wars series for its, uh, streaming service. But there's no news whether they're going to both be... We we know we're getting one live-action Star Wars series. We don't know if the other two series are going to be live-action as well or if they're going to be cartoons or what. Um, Grey's Anatomy has added Scott Speedman to the cast. And does anybody care? I don't think he's... I personally do not like Scott Speedman. But then again, I'm not watching Grey's Anatomy, so good that they're keeping him busy. Um Christopher Lloyd has been added to the cast of a Norman Lear comedy at ABC called Guess Who Died. And hopefully okay. it's not him. <laughs> 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 so uh that should be interesting. There you go. Yeah, so at least we don't have any cancellation news, that's good. These are all ads. All right, well let's start off with the shows. Uh first up, we're going to talk Star Trek Discovery. And this was episode fourteen. Uh wait. Past prologue was thirteen. I can't remember the title of fourteen. But basically fourteen is Michael saying, Oops, I brought evil uh Giorgio to the universe and she keeps threatening to eat Tsuru. Uh and also that Um <laughs> the Admiral the Admiral uh blew up Lorca's fortune cookies cuz sure but what's great about that is the look on Michael's face after after the admiral does it she just looks at her like you are crazy um and they're basically getting up to date on the status of the Klingon war in their universe which is they're losing pretty badly all the half the star bases are gone the Klingons have fractured into their houses again and there's no unified force to fight, so what the heck are they going to do? The big plan is figure out a way to surf into the center of the Klingon homeworld and destroy it from within, or force them to retreat. But you know that at the end of the day, it's going to be blow up the planet, which is goes against Canis. I have no idea what they're going to do, and blah, blah, blah. And the most entertaining thing about the episode was... Giorgio and Sarek saying my Michael is better than your Michael because I'm a better parent blah 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 conversation which was kind of hilarious to me what you guys think
2: well, you know, her her blowing up the fortune cookies actually made sense to me. It was one of the few things in this episode that did Why? because, I mean, she she had a real relationship with the real Lorca, and then she ended up going to bed with what she knows now is the wrong is one, the <laughs> fake one. Um, yeah, the the alternate universe one. And so, you know, I mean, she feels really used, and so I could understand the rage involved. Right, right, in that. no, 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 I do. Um, so that but that made just seem that just seemed a little. really blowing up his fortune but that's all a little but what didn't make sense to me and what i was i was just and it was it's emblematic of everything that makes me crazy about this series was at the end when they actually take the plan of the evil empress the the mirror universe evil empress um who, who we know is just Pure evil, and all she wants to do is take over the universe again. Right. And they they say, "Let's go with her plan," and not, not only that, with her plan, yeah. but let's put her in charge of it. Let's have her masquerade That's... as the original Giorgio and lead our troops right into this. And what how could they...
4: possibly go wrong? <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> well, exactly. what's what
0: drives me insane is the crew just came from an alternate reality. They know that Giorgio's dead. They know that the other Giorgio was the emperor.
1: Why would the crew not be like, hey, wait a minute? They, they knew that. If, you know, the weird thing about – I thought the same thing at first, and I thought maybe she was making that statement so that if there were people that didn't know, that's one thing because not everybody probably knew. But also maybe she was making it so that it was like, okay, everyone – this is what we're going to say happened. <laughs> but what you know was
0: what I mean? weird is the crew like smiled. They were like, oh, great, Giorgio's back. And I'm like, right. guys, seriously? So
1: no, not everyone <laughs> knew got the memo. Or she was just like, wink, wink. Hey, everyone, if anyone asks, this is what happened. Okay. Uh, yeah. Susie, what did you think of the episode? Um, I kind of feel the same way Allison does. Um, and honestly, the only thing I thought was great about it was the fact that Giorgio kept looking at Sark like he was going to be lunch. You mean Saru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. She, and she actually made the comment. She was like, "We just shared one of you over our dinner last night, and now you're in command." I was like, "Oh, awkward way I to explain that." To this him. Too.
1: Funny enough, I can say this, but he, Saru, is the much better captain. I think of any of them on the boat on the boat right now. Oh, he I was... know.
0: I, I'm not disagreeing. I I'm all
1: for Saru being captain uh, because the yeah. admiral froze they keep kicking him out of the chair and then looking at him like he's food. So I just, <laughs> I just want him to get his due.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I think Saru does deserve to be in the captain's chair. Uh, especially cause he's learned from all the craziness and he well, did he, not freeze in you? combat and yeah, also mean, not making stupid decisions like everyone else is making at the moment. But I still really did like that conversation. Uh, David, go ahead. What did you think real quick before we move on?
4: Um, I thought it was, it was, it was, it was okay. It wasn't the, one of the better episodes of the series, but they at least introduced some elements that might be interesting later on, you know, c- combining the worlds, bringing people back from different uh, parallel universes. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know that that plan sounded very hopeful, but <laughs> I don't know why anybody <laughs> thought it was a good plan, but.
0: Well, um... I think what, what it is is the plan that they told them and what they're actually planning to do, because I think, They're actually planning to destroy the Klingon homeworld, and they just haven't told everybody that yet. I think that's why uh, they're putting the emperor in charge because no one else, they don't think anybody else will do it.
3: Also, Um, also I think uh, I wanted to say something. Oh, sorry. I I
0: forgot. I forgot you. My bad. Go ahead.
3: I just wanted to add to that by saying that um, I don't, I don't not have, I don't, I love the show. I'm going to start with that. But, but I don't not have a problem with some of the writing, for sure. But um, I, I and I'm not going to say my standards are lower because the show is so pretty. But I think the show has enough uh, going for it, a lot going for it, that I don't mind it. And, and as far as this particular issue that Susie and Allison have, I'm kind of I'm even one step further than than you, Libya, which is. I, I mean, it would be a little bit of a trope, but, you know, we're it's episodic. So, for all we know, they're also fooling us, the viewer. So, like, right, right now we're all complaining that the writing is horrible. But, you know, maybe they've got a plan for Giorgio. Maybe they know that she is going to betray them. or you Yeah, know, I'm sure they like, know that, yes. Right, so that's what I'm saying. So, as far as I'm like, oh, the writing is horrible. It's like, no, maybe they're setting us up also, the viewer. So, I mean, you're... you're, you're it's effective then if you think that the writing is so horrible because you've bought into the fact that they trust her but I can't imagine now my opinion may change you know once they play this out and it's horrible you know if they drop the ball on it then I'm going to be like oh yeah this is really a problem but for me every time I kind of feel like wow this writing is not great you know the next episode or two I'm okay with it because I'm like oh okay I see they went in this direction or like Mm -hmm. oh they did a good job. So I'm I'm not willing to throw, you know, them under the bus yet. I'm not gonna be upset about it until that's, I see what they do with it. That's plot though,
1: and that's that's different than just the writing. I'm talking like the scenes between um Michael and Ash in this episode. No, those are horrible. Well they may add uh, in this Actually, particular case
0: everything. in this particular case, they made Ash into a horrible person to say the things that he said to Michael, and it made me pretty angry. Uh but I was very glad that she broke up with him. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Alright, let's move on before we get down to Dark Hole and be talking about this for 20 minutes. Uh, um, next up, let's talk about Lucifer. Um and this episode was Cain figures out figures that Aminadel's the one who actually gave him the mark of Cain. And if he gave it to him, maybe he could take it off. And even if he didn't. Maybe he could beat him up for giving it to him in the first place. So it leads to this knockdown, drag out fight that lasts for half the episode. And it's amusing. It's funny. I thoroughly enjoy it. And I'm glad that they're bringing Aminadel into this whole thing. And I like the argument that Aminadel and Lucifer have at the very end, where Lucifer's like, Well, I'm doing it to screw with Dad. And Aminadel's like, Well, I'm doing my job. So that puts us at odds, and that's okay. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh what you guys
1: think? Well, the, the main story though was the one about the about Ella's brother. Nah. And you know, and the whole idea. But you have to understand they always write this so that whatever the lead case is, it reflects whatever Lucifer's thinking at the time. So of course, with Ella looking to her older brother as the perfect one who's always doing everything right and everyone's, you know, support he supports everyone and takes care of them. And Lucifer had to look at Emmanuel and say, yeah, he. you know, it's the question, like, why is he the favorite one and why, you know, like, why is he any better than Lucifer? And so I think that contributed to Lucifer's comments at the end that you just mentioned, because he realized just like with when he approached Jay, I guess his name, um, Ella's brother at the end, and knew that that Jay wasn't like the pantheon of good that everyone in the family thought he was. And he was like, hey, you know what, don't worry, I'm not going to say anything because Ella would be heartbroken, you know, if that was the case. And then he went. Around, he turned around and had that conversation with him and yell, you know, to say, hey, guess no, what? But
0: I, but I don't think that that's reflective because Aminadel is not a crook and he's
1: not stealing from his family and he's not No, evil. He's not perfect either because he because remember when he talked with Kane, you know, and he was like, hey, I just put it on there. I got nothing else. I just follow orders. It's like, dude, you're just as, you know, you're just as much to blame as anyone, you know, in this stuff.
0: I don't believe that. I don't think that, that, that analogy doesn't work for me because well, – no, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me because I really think that Amenadel was the obedient son and did what his father told him to do. And he doesn't know how to take off. Except
1: trying to kill Lucifer, that was his own decision. Now, that's, that's what but that, overall, that okay. That yes, but you, that, can, but you can't deny that then. So, but I mean, it is though. And he so it does. But he, was,
0: he wasn't really trying to kill kill him. He wanted. He just wanted. Yeah, to he, get was. Him. yeah he was. I don't
1: think so. I don't think so. You know, that's why Lucifer told him. And he was like, that's why Mendel looked so guilty. Because Lucifer's like, you tried to actually kill me. And you had someone else do it. Because you were too afraid to get your angelic, pure hands you know, dirty. Are, we saying, are Mendiel- we
0: saying that that's when, uh, he, not when he got kidnapped and put out in the.
1: No, you know, no, no, no.
0: Before that. When? I don't remember when that happened. But anyway, we'll talk about that off. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. Um, but anyway, I, I'm still on team of And I think Lucifer's half of his decisions are just out of spite for his father, which are not good reasons to do stuff. So that's just my opinion. All right, let's, uh, move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the flash. And this was the episode where flash gets a bunch of criminals to work together. Yay team. And then they all find out he's the flash boo team. Um, and at the end of the day, the thinker guy, whatever his name, uh captures everybody he wants, switches bodies, and then drugs his wife.
3: So I have to say the the thing that I'm happiest about is um that they killed that dude. Like, I I the really warden? enjoyed it. Huh? Who, the warden? No, the guy who played the chair dude, the you know, the hottie with the oh. beautiful eyes. Are um, you mad that one? they are yeah. that they killed him or you're sad? You're happy? I am happy they killed him because Whoa. I thought he was excellent in or I don't know if excellent that's a kind of strong word. I liked him on um How to Get Away with Murder. I feel like he was on that show. Yeah, right? he was and he
0: was also on mm-hmm. Supernatural.
3: Oh, well I don't, I don't watch that show. Oh, okay. But um I I liked him. I mean, he's pretty to look at. Um first and foremost, but um I I liked him on How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I thought he played the role well and and he was cast well, blah, blah, blah. I thought he was terrible in this. Um, I didn't find him remotely... Menacing or maniacal. I thought his scenes with his wife where he's supposed to kind of, you know, be creepily super in love with her um, and manipulative. I thought they just were so flat. And I was so surprised. I thought it, you know, it was kind of an interesting casting. And I liked her acting throughout all of this. Like, you know, she seemed very torn um she seemed confused and and slightly i kept thinking oh is this the episode where she's gonna like betray him like she doesn't seem like she's down with this at all um so for me i thought the most i can say about it and i'll let you guys take over um because i i haven't been on the show for a while so i don't know what you guys have been saying about the flash but i'm pretty okay with this season um i don't mind it uh but for me um you know, I'm interested to see. I guess how they resolve it. I don't love the 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 baddie. I think Flash in general has had a problem with their villains. Yeah, but, I would um, agree with that. You- you know what I mean? So, like, for me, it's like, meh, par for the course. He's not great. He's not bad. He's not the worst villain they've ever had. Um, so, for me, I thought it was a good move. I don't know why they got rid of him so quickly. I mean, obviously, it was, I guess it's plot, but I wonder if they, like, saw the dailies and they were like, I mean, I know the writing is, like, done way in advance, but he was awful. I mean, it was, he was like, <laughs> thorn in my toe awful. Like, I got to get the shoe off. I got to get this thorn. All on. right.
0: All right. Let's, let's move on to the, any other thoughts on The Flash?
4: Um, I saw it. I thought it was, uh, it was okay. Um, yeah, I liked the idea that, that he's on the other side of the law and, uh, working with the criminals, but yeah, then they kind of just all went away at the end. So it wasn't really, uh, didn't have a future in the, uh, you know, in the arc of that story. But,
0: uh, well, I think the whole point was really to get him out of jail
4: as far as a a grand scheme. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that didn't work either. So no, they did uh, get him out of jail. And at then the he had to go back episode.
0: in. No, at the end of the episode, he's oh, right. free.
4: They, sorry. Yes. They, they, they found a, uh, they found the actual way to get him off. Yeah. Yes. But, um, you know, and again, the, the, the DeVoe character, the, the, the multi, the, the one with multiple actors playing, you know, at different times, I think it's interesting to have him in a, in a female body now to see what, what he's going to do. And if that brings anything different or interesting to the dynamic, but the relationship he has with his wife is just weird. I mean, he's a, he's a, uh, as the character goes, he's a good villain. Um, but uh, the relationship, the wife character, I don't, I don't quite understand what, what she's thinking that she wants to help him with, uh, with all his, uh, you know, dastardly plans, but, <laughs> dastardly
0: uh, plans, <laughs> yeah,
4: but, um, you know, it's good to have some master, you know, some arch enemy that uh, Flash can always, uh, Uh, be tortured by
0: so all right right. Uh, If anybody else we're moving on
2: well i just i i just don't even know what his dastardly plan is supposed to be i mean we're this far in and we don't they keep talking about their big master plan right but we never really learn what what it is i mean other than is
0: this gonna go the whole season i don't feel like it has the
2: legs I mean, like, really, it just doesn't seem to to be going much of anywhere and and again, his wife 's motivation seems to be really okay
0: obviously well, I mean her thing was she was with him until he started silly switch bodies, and then I think she started doubting
2: and yeah, then, but then you know go ahead. They, they're talking about their big plans, so apparently this was part of it, and somehow she and she built all the technology to make it possible, so right. how could she not know about it yet now she's like well, nah, I mean, she I don't does, really. she does
0: know i mean I think that his behavior once he switched bodies through her and then she started doubting what they were doing because she i mean intellectually you might be able to think oh well if my love is in a new body that's fine but then once it happens then maybe it's you know the realism of it is different that's all i'm guessing i have no idea but i don't know it's if a, i care at this it's point. a little
4: bit- it's a little oh, it's a, the the motivation is a little uh, uh unclear so that's why it's hard to really get in, invested right. in that.
2: Exactly. Well, let's move let's
0: move on. Let's move on. Uh next up, let's talk about Black Lightning and I believe this is episode 4 and we uh got a bigger picture of what oh, we'll see how character's name. Help me out people. Bye-bye. Uh which on Black Lightning, the big albino villain.
2: Oh the villain. Oh, uh Tobias Whale?
0: Yeah, and I like that was so that was kinda creepy when the woman was like, you know, we used to do albino's back in the day? We used to like grind up their bones and use it as magic and I was like, Why do you gotta bring something up like that? <laughs>
3: What was she doing, by the way? That uh, entire
2: scene was so wrong. It was bizarre. <laughs>
0: it could be because she's like doing something. It looks like it's a cadaver. But then the dude like opens his eyes at the end. I don't know what was happening.
2: Well, uh, she she was. I mean, she was she was I, I, I thought that that's OK. That's her cover. They, they have a mortuary or something right. like that. They, right, that's right, been right. done. And she's doing and she's she's literally, you know, sucking out the the fluids fluid, in right. the body and and then the guy moves yeah and i was like oh ah! like, i mean you know how last week i said that i was kind of disappointed that it turned out that tobias whale was not the ultimate big baddie that he had to right. go to the lady eve and she didn't seem all that scary well i take all of that <laughs> because <laughs> that that scene was a thousand kinds of wrong yeah exactly
0: i was like i don't know what's happening i are there zombies now what is going on i i don't know make her get away and stop talking about grinding people's bones and drinking it for <laughs> magic you know what i mean like wow uh and then um also will the guy that's supposed to be helping black lightning stop being so shady with his secrets and and um lying and i'm not sure what he's doing at this point and i think we as the audience need to know we need to know that we can trust this guy and right now we very even clearly, if we
4: even if we're wrong about it later right. we need to have have some belief in it we yeah. have
0: to have some belief because this is weird that we're seeing him do all this stuff and lying so much and i still believe i think that he's a good guy and i'm sure he has a reason but please let us in on that reason sooner rather than later that's all i ask uh and i like that the daughter uh i thought it was hilarious when she was like i'm gonna go up against these drug dealers and beat them up and then she beat them up so much she was like i think i need an ambulance so she calls them it was that was pretty funny i thought that was great but now we know she could do the cool stompy thing and but we didn't get to see it i'm kind of sad that we didn't get to see the effect of which of the stuff she was doing um so there you go
4: yeah she's the only character i mean i was just thinking about it's like it's hard to like we're talking about you have to get enough of the story exposed or enough of the character exposed for the audience to really connect and want to know what want to know more about what's happening either the plot or want to know more with the character and see them more and i don't really feel that that i mean i like the story so far it's okay but i don't really feel that bonded with any of the characters but i really I like her. I mean, that whole self-discovery thing is going to be a cool arc, and I want to see where that goes. So that's she's maybe the most interesting character to me right now.
0: Four, give it a minute. Yeah, yeah, okay, give it a minute. (laughs) All right. Next up, we're going to talk about two episodes of This Is Us. The first one will be the Super Bowl, which was the episode where apparently everyone had been waiting for. We find out (laughs) how Jack finally dies. And I give them a little credit because I was 100% sure that Jack was going to die when he went back to get the dog, and that was only yeah. partially correct.
4: That, so, was, that was very clever. I liked that.
0: Yeah, I liked it because I was like, I was really surprised when he came out of the house. I was like, what is he going to do now? Like, randomly get hit by a car? Like, I, I couldn't
4: figure out <laughs> that what I they were going to do. That would have been too cheap.
0: I know, but that's what I said. I was like, well, he got out of the house. What are you going to do now? Like, I really was confused. And then when they kept talking about, you know, he breathed in all that smoke, I was like, okay, this is going to be the thing. And they're like, oh no, but you're fine. And I went, all right. Like, so it goes, it goes and goes until she's on the phone and you see all those people run into his room and then, you know, and it's so weird that it happened off camera.
1: Weird thing is I don't watch the show. I watch this episode. And as soon as she was the last one to leave the room and leave him alone, I was like, oh, well, yeah, no one's in the room. This is when he's going.
4: Yes, exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. Totally obvious. Well, I mean, it's obvious after it happens, but, like, if you had asked me
0: before the
1: episode, I wouldn't have guessed it. No, I did, though. And I, David, it sounds I like... It, but
4: no, I But also I'm saying, if show.
0: you had asked me before the episode started, is my comment, because everybody had been trying to guess how he was going to die. That's all. Right, was. There,
4: was a, there was a nice misdirect when they said, oh, he's going back into the fire, to the burning house, and it's like, oh, well, that's how he dies. Right, that makes sense. And then he came up, and they're like, oh, wait a second. He didn't right. die. And yeah. then you well, go, but-, but he's in the hospital, and he's taking a lot of smoke. And they're like, Okay. And I'm thinking, mm, maybe. And then when he was alone so, in the room, I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. when
2: he's going to do it. I, I, but the thing is, I, I give them credit because, you know, they've, they've gone this whole way prepping the audience, essentially, to expect him to die in the fire and expect it to, to be because he goes back for the dog. And that's, you know, why Kate keeps blaming herself and all yeah. of that. And so when he comes out of the fire, I mean, the first thing I thought is. Um, okay, so now he's gonna die from smoke inhalation or something, or mm. get back to that or and right. that's that's what he did do. But I like you know, despite knowing at that point because, you know, I think if we had seen everything chronologically rather than going back and forth so we know he's dead and we know that this is when it happens um it would have been a huge shock to the audience to you know everything be fine we would have expected this character to be okay and then she comes back in and he's and he's dead and i
4: think think it
2: was like that would have if we didn't know what was that he was supposed to die that would have Wipe, it just completely wiped out the audience it would it, it wiped me out anyway man I'm sorry like, oh it was right. it was hugely emotional and the thing is because I, I love that they had her react to it the way she did her reaction was so real right yeah. you know this, this she's like i just talked to, to him accept. five
0: seconds ago like what are you talking yeah. about
2: yeah it's it's this rejection because it can't have happened he was okay i just left him he was fine this is impossible and right. then and then she's confronted with it and and her reaction was absolutely perfect
4: right i think um, i the, will, I, I think I will idea...
3: go ahead no no i just want to say as someone who never watched the show ever but I, I tuned in because it was right after the Super Bowl. And it was very much like everyone was talking about it, like on in the planet. So on the planet. So I was kind of like, oh, it's kind of like who shot Jr. So I was right. like, all right, I want to see for myself. How's this dude die? Um, and I will say I watched the whole episode. Uh, and, of course, I knew enough about the plot just from everything you guys talked about, blah, blah, blah. Um, I agree, Allison. I thought that because I was like, what, you know, is this show even remotely like? you know, organic or real or, you know, I mean, it it just makes everyone cry. It's super manipulative, (laughs) you know, and I thought, um, you know, I watched that scene and I thought it reminded me a little bit of um, that scene in Steel Magnolias where you just, you know, where confronting death is just so messy and, and uh, you know, it was very real. I thought her acting was excellent and I thought the writing was really good. So then I thought, oh, well, you know, if I was a masochist, I would probably watch more of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I think I think that they did a, a great job of, like you said, using the fact that this is a flashback sh- based show um, to to their advantage to prepare the audience. So that it wasn't such a huge shock. And I also think that, like you said, that they did a great job. They they always do a great job providing very real moments. I think the actors are doing a great job with the show and I really, you know, believe it. That's why it's so uh it tugs at the heartstrings so yeah,
0: much. it's so emotional. And let's it's talk not about that the... manipulative,
4: it's 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 real, that's what I think It, it feels is like
0: it, yeah. yeah. And I was gonna say let's I talk agree. about the second episode, which is called The Car, which you basically spend most of the episode in the car. Uh, They show the first time the family buys the car. So the flashbacks this time are with the kids when they're around 10. And then uh, also when the kids are 17, going to the funeral. So we spend almost a whole episode in the car other than at the funeral. Um, And it was just... Yeah, this episode wiped me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like when it first started, and they were doing the whole, let's buy the car, and they're doing all this stuff, and I was like, oh, what is this about? I was like, oh, they're just, you know, letting us down, you know, just like building it up slow, and it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And then once you got to the funeral, I was done. Yeah. I was a big ball of mess and snot on my couch. I just, <laughs> it was ugly you, to
4: see. You just start out thinking it's a it's a nostalgia about the car, right. and he's gone, and whatever. And then those scenes, though. I mean, the, the he just shows it reveals how much of a of a mensch that character Jack is. You know, when he goes, he comes out of the office and it's like, I bought the car. You know, I got the I got the the uh, you know the the deal. And even though we can't afford it, and he, and then you see the scene at the end. I think you see the scene of him in the office with the guy, and he's telling the stories, and and it's just it, it was just so well written and and so touching. Yeah,
0: yeah and uh, I just. Oh, that was, I don't know if you guys know that I was, I was talking about how I accidentally walked onto the set of This Is Us at Work, and it was, it was the funeral scene, when they're in the car. Oh, really? Yeah, it was all, well, not the scene, it was when they're all in the car, because I came around the corner, and the whole cast was, like, in that car. And I was like, what? I was like, why are they all dressed up? And I was like, this can't be the funeral. This is, like, because this was only, like, two weeks ago. Uh, but apparently they were doing, like, a pickup or something, so... Um, yeah, it was totally the scene. I have no idea what part of it, but whatever. Um, but that was really kind of cool, because I was thinking about that while I was watching it, and it did not stop me from crying a lot.
4: Um, <laughs> That's the thing. Even if you know what's going to happen, you still get sucked in. Yeah, it's starts, just uh, like – yeah.
0: Except this time I actually felt like I might have hit my masochist uh, top. Like that was like, this, this is too – it got to be where it was almost too much.
3: Hmm. I know. I so, feel so vindicated.
0: well we'll hopefully the next episode will be dealing with something else because they had several episodes where i didn't cry like there were like four or five episodes i watched in a row no tears whatsoever and i'd like to go back to that thank you very much they were still well written i still felt for the family i just wasn't you know a big pile of mess at the end (laughs)
4: Oh, um, and the, the scene with the doctor. Uh, oh, the
2: my bed. God. That's oh, what did I was end. I was gone. I was so I was done. Gone. He hadn't said anything. They they, they just the <laughs> camera focuses on on Gerald McRaney, And I just completely lost it. Just I was either, so was done. All was like <laughs> And I was gone.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's that's actually what did me like I was fine. I was fine. And then she, you show him. And then as soon as the mom sees him, she starts crying. And I was like, OK, I give up. Throw in the towel, uh, but this show does such a great job. And I know it sounds like you cry a lot, and you're right, you will. Um, but and I used to say it was cathartic. I don't know if that's true of the last one, um, but yeah, it's some of the best writing I've ever seen. So yeah.
4: and, and, and it's it's funny about uh, Mandy Moore. I never gave her much credit before this show, but yeah. I'm amazed. For, you know, she's doing a great job. So I'm, oh, she's great.
2: Awesome. Yeah, and the thing is, I you know, they this these particular episodes, these last two have been what the show has been building up to for a long time. So there is a good reason why, you know, this is going to be a complete cry fest. I mean, this is everything has been building up to showing you what happened that night. So I think, you know, it's not just like every single episode is, is there to just tear your heart out, mess it up and put it back in again. (laughs) Um, it's, it's just it made perfect sense for these two shows to be just that emotionally volatile. I agree. All
0: right, let's move on and get to put the tissues back in the box. All right, I um, just had to
4: blow my nose actually. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Just thinking about it, baby. Okay. I know. I, I was getting a little... I actually had to wipe my eyelash. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, next up, we're going to talk about Kevin Probably Saves the World. Or maybe, I don't know. Kevin's just a regular guy. And uh, Yusun, this is your show that you like to talk about a lot. I mean, and I watch I like it. I do. Uh,
3: I'm going to get my pom-poms out and my okay, little go megaphone. Ahead. Go ahead. Because... Uh, nobody watches this show. And you told me the other day that it's likely to be canceled. The whole time I've been watching it, really, honestly, I haven't been following anything about it in the news or the numbers or anything. But I just was like, no one's watching this show. I just know it. I just It's cute. It's quiet. It's quirky. No one's watching this show. So, uh, And then you confirmed it for me. So the thing is, I'm not, I can't say the same things over and over again, but I guess I can. You know, the show <laughs> is like... Like, it's, there's not anything new to say. It's just charming. And, oh, well, I will say this. I did actually end up reading an article kind of randomly, and they were talking about, actually, after you mentioned it, it was coincidental, about how the show's likely going to be canceled. And I, you know, I happened upon it. And then I happened to go down in the comment section, uh, and the, the article actually talked about multiple shows. But the only show that everyone was talking about in the comment section, minus one or two random, was... Oh my god, I love this show, Kevin. Can't wait. Oh my gosh. Oh, my, I mean, like every comment, and I, I was like, oh man, the people do love this show. Why are they going to cancel it? And they pulled, they pulled out everything that I always say about the show. It's, it's quietly charming. Uh, you know, uh, um, uh, Ritter is uh, the lead. Is is really, you know, very funny, and but not in an overly you know, slapsticky way. Um, he's just very natural. The, the, the um, supporting characters are great. They do a really nice job of um, giving them all story arcs. Even the angels, you know, or, or excuse me, the warriors of God, they, they don't call themselves angels. So anyway, I don't know what what's left to say about the show. If you're not watching it by now and have no one's listened to my pleading, you're probably not going to listen to this. The show is probably going to be canceled. So why are you going to get on board? A train that's <laughs> Can falling we talk off about the, the episode, please? Sure. Fine. Um, <laughs> ironically... Ironically, I didn't love this episode um, after raving about it. I didn't love this episode as much. Uh, I will say there's a little bit of uh, a, a anti-climax because the entire epi- uh, season has been about finding the very first righteous soul, right. the, the 36 that have been lost, um, and so so much so that the warriors have split up and, you know, whatever. So uh, And I loved the buildup, and I loved the payoff. So it's a little anticlimactic because now he's searching for number two and number three. Um, And so I was like, okay, well, that makes sense plot wise. We're just going to spend, you know, the rest of the time finding the other 36. So I wondered how they were going to do that. And I was a little like, oh, okay, well, this is it. So. You know, it was a fine episode, um, and again, like I said, it it dealt with a side character, which also kind of needed some resolution, also. Um, and well, I will I have say, a question, last question: Did
0: minute, you like how they resolved it with the friend? Uh, what's his name? Well, uh, I don't know. Super
3: happy diner guy. Yeah, they Um
0: I not really because I because I wanted like him they, to see her. I wanted her to tell him that they couldn't be together. Like. Yeah. Yes. That's what I wanted. And I didn't want yeah. him to just be like, oh, I made up the emails and she never responded the end. And yeah, now I, I'm a terrible friend.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was a, I was disappointed with them because I thought, you know, in general, they do a really nice job with that, you know, that kind of stuff. Um And for a simple show, they kind of get into some complex emotions, but still in a light way. Um, So I thought it was a little forced. I thought it was more of a plot device of, oh, now, you know, he's going to hate him, that we need that in the show. Um, So, you know, I, you know, you're absolutely right. I didn't love it. And I think that's probably why, you know, I didn't love this episode, probably one of my least favorite of the entire season. Um, Still fun and watchable. But yeah, no, I, I was a little disappointed that they went that route. So, but it doesn't matter because there's only like one or two more shows and likely we'll never see. (laughs) So Kevin will not, probably not save the world uh, as we know it so sadly.
0: All right. Next up, let's talk about The Magicians. And this episode, Margot... Uh, was all I'm not gonna get married. You're not gonna force me to get married. It's enter Hottie. Ooh, I'm getting married. <laughs> um, and that was all cool until his head got sliced off by his little brother, which was then all of a sudden very creepy. And I, my reaction to that, uh, Margo was like, "Oh, I don't want to be a great uh, cradle robber." I'm like, he just killed his brother. Uh, all the things that you attached to with you know a young kid and innocent is out the window he's basically joffrey baratheon so for me i was just like just kill him like that was like my entire inner dialogue to Margot during that whole thing when she's trying to avoid him i'm just like kill the brat so ah, what do you guys think
2: well, they even made a joke about jo- Joffrey Baratheon, which was interesting. Yes, although I, over, I about that. the wrong brother. Um, I thought, uh, I, yeah, I was, I was kind of wondering why she didn't off him because he he absolutely deserves it, and I'm sure that that's what's going to happen eventually. Um, the the part of the episode that really grabbed me though was uh, the the uh, Quentin and Elliot adventure. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, they end up going, you know, in into the the past, and then. And it just blew my mind that they did it because it was the last thing I was expecting is they actually live entire lifetimes doing this, trying to to work out this puzzle. And, uh, you know, it's it's it was the last thing I expected. It was extremely affecting. And it was was very moving. Yeah, I agree. Right up to the end, I was wondering, well, okay, how are they going to get out of this? How are they going to, you know, be be brought back? And it turned out that those versions of them uh, never do get brought back. Right. So the those lives actually happened, and I'm kind of wondering what's going to occur now because the you know uh, Quentin had a kid. Yeah. And and so he's got well, they like
0: said it's an alternate timeline, so.
2: but not really because I mean the things that happened in their timeline, like her getting the key from him, yeah, happen.
0: And, I don't understand
2: and, how time travel works in that universe. Yeah, I mean, confused. there's there's like an alternate version of them, but they're still, you know, the time is still passing the same way. So I would expect that, you know, there are uh, versions of, you know, his his offspring that are still still around, still alive. Probably not his son, but, you know, maybe his, his grandson and great-grandchildren are, are running around that, you know, fillery. So I'm wondering if they're ever going to use that or, or go in that direction. I feel that, like they
0: are. I feel like that's coming. Um, any, uh, Susie, I know this is one of your
1: shows. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, same thing. You know, the biggest impact was the uh, the Quentin and Elliot story. Um, but I would say the to me, the part that fell flat, I don't know what it is. For some reason, like, to me, the weakest character really these days is Katie. And I was just this... The you know, one the that whole was in the insane asylum? Really- yeah, and it's like, you know, everyone else was, like, super excited that if they hold the right key, they can see Penny. And she just, like... I mean, I get it. She was, like, freaked out of the whole thing. And, you know, she's like, I killed you, this whole thing. And she's worried about getting killed, but... I think her reaction or overreaction was a bit much. She Um, did
0: way overreact because she was so into trying to save him and to find
1: out that he's still
0: alive. Her reaction should not be anger. Yeah. Yeah. So I was,
1: to me, that was a drop beat. Um, But you know, even, even Alice and Julia, you know, getting together, um, Mm -hmm. that was great. And then we find out with Julia, you know, that, Hey, guess who's behind it all? Maybe it's the, uh, I forget
2: what I they call her.
0: I don't want Alice to get the power from I I, I really dislike Alice. I really Alice. don't.
2: That's that that would we've seen we've seen what she does when she exactly. has too much power. I think yes. that that's going in the wrong direction. But I I you know that that really did surprise me and it almost kind of pissed me off that it turned out that that power, you know, came from the uh, That's what the, I suspected. I'm forgetting from. the name but the fox god. Yeah. Um, I because that. it's like it's another assault on her. It's like, know. oh my God, people are just, they never stop. You know, that's, she seems to be the, the you know.
0: But I mean, she,
2: yeah, but she got to say that. Victim.
0: Yeah, but she got to she say did, that. She did, but
2: I, even, I'm but getting I, tired of the show doing that to her because, you know, enough is enough. She's, but I
0: actually think this time what they did was she actually got an advantage out of it. So everybody else is powerless and she gets power. And so instead of, diminishing her they've made her greater and so i actually i feel like that's the mom's like payment to try to like make it better because she does feel guilty about what her son did and i feel like this was her trying to make the situation a better situation so i'm not mad about her having power but, not her
2: having power it's where it comes from right and the fact that she was not consulted about this yes that's yes I get that too alright uh, any other thoughts
0: okay moving on uh, next up we're going to talk about supernatural really quickly because uh, not that much happened Um. well Lucifer became the king of heaven so I suppose that happened
1: and uh, what's his name Arthur uh, Ketch or whatever Yes. Oh, and he, yeah, he, he's now I have, to say, I have to say one like the one moment that just made me kind of laugh out loud accidentally um, was where that when he first starts talking to them and everything. And and he's like, you know, this is what we should do. We should buddy up the whole thing. And and Castiel, he just kind of looks at him and casually reaches over and does the point <laughs> on just the head. It's <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Cass, it's so nice to have you back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I understand why they don't trust Ketch. Catch is freaking evil. Like he is a bad guy, uh, okay. and in the ultimate sense of it, I mean, he might as well be a demon. He's that bad. Yeah. Um, so I get them not wanting to work with him, and the fact that he keeps trying to work with them, no matter what, makes me think, okay, you
1: really can't trust him now. Um, Great. Right. Well, and plus, we find out too at the end that um, As Amadeus, no, Asmodeus um, had. <laughs> he has
2: Asmodeus, Ar- I think that is, or something. Is like that,
1: that it? Okay, yeah. I was like, I always think of Amadeus. That helps me remember his name. Amadeus,
2: um, Amadeus. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, or Colonel Sanders. You know, he's got his white, white suit. Mr. Oh, he's a guy. terrible um, villain. I can't stand him. He is a terrible villain. Um, but he has the Archangel Gabriel. Like, well, that came oh, out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, that. Well, really except that there's a, how we saw Gabriel die. Well, that's just it. three apparently. times. So, Believed to be dead, but these guys, you know, they can bring anybody back anytime. Apparently,
2: Ugh, <laughs> unless it's Bobby. Apparently, Bobby is the only one who's, who's really dead and truly dead. Really dead. <laughs> no. And Crowley, Crowley too. The two people well, no, who are really Bobby's actually
0: back. coming back because in the alternate world, he's there.
2: That's so true. He's gonna, he's well, that's suppo- true. They have an out. They yeah. An out. So
0: they're supposed. I think he is was seen shooting. I think he's going to be part of the storyline of getting the mom free. Mm. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yes, yay, Gabriel. I like his character, but... I know. but we'll, I don't, we'll see I what... Don't, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. All right, let's move on. <laughs> this show makes me... I don't even know why I'm still watching. We're on season 13. Why am I still watching this show? <laughs> Sigh. Okay, next up, we're going to talk about how to get away with murder. And the first thing I'm going to say is that they have figured out how to make me go back and watch Scandal again, because they're doing a crossover next week where the cool thing is at the end of this case, they their class action lawsuit gets knocked down. They're screwed. They have nowhere to go. The only place to go is the Supreme Court. But getting into the Supreme Court, it's, it's hard to do. So how do you do it? And uh, Michaela was like, I know someone who can help us. Boom, boom, boom. Enter Olivia Pope and i was all happy to see her and then i remembered why i stopped watching scandal cuz she's evil now and i was like wait <laughs> is she evil on this show too she's super evil on scandal right now and i just couldn't watch it i just was like i can't can't watch my hero go around killing people she's killing children i can't do it um so i because the episode is specifically about their supreme court case i figure i can watch the scandal episode and not be spoiled by whatever's happening on scandal at the moment and i don't know if i care so i'm just gonna watch it uh but congratulations for getting me to watch scandal again i guess because i want to know about this case uh in this particular episode i was all excited when it looked like Uh, Annalise and uh, Jimmy Smith's character were going to get together and then to find out that he was high and all this other stuff I was like okay I'm done with you like the stuff he said to her in that moment I was like nope I know you're high you're not thinking right don't care done so they ended that ship for me before it went anywhere
2: yeah, I kept at th- through about half that scene, which was a great scene, it by the way. It was fantastic. It, it yeah. was fantastic. Both of them played off each other so magnificently. But at the same time, the about halfway through, I was just saying to to the TV, just walk out that door. Just yes, walk out, out that walk door. Walk away from He's him. Done. He's finished. You don't need to hear this. Walk out that door. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I'm. I'm. First of all, I'm really tired of the. It's all Annalise's fault. No I know, all. right? But coming from him, especially when he just titanically screwed up his own life, um, to to blame Annalise for that, just just it made me so angry at him. I I was I just was done. You know
0: that you know half of it is the drugs talking. You know that, but yeah, but still, I know, and and it's just like even when he gets sober, because I'm sure in a couple episodes he's going to be sober and fine, and he'll be apologizing. I I, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) You know, I'm just, I'm like, I'm done with you, man. Um, because I actually was, when he was sober and everything, I thought they had potential to be a really
2: cool couple. Uh, no, nope. Don't care. No, there's, there's too much buried ugliness there. Yeah. That was too ugly. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then the kids, uh, I did like them seeing the the baby and, uh, deciding that the baby was going to be called Christopher. I thought that was cool um and then the kids are idiots with their bake-off whatever they were doing <laughs> every every that whole
2: thing with that was every so time crazy you saw him, he was like betty crocker bringing out like <laughs> here's little cupcakes and here's croissants and brownies and... uh
0: and so he... that was pretty hilarious and he was like oh maybe i should be studying law and i was like yeah why don't you sue do some law <laughs> yeah, man thanks. Um, but all that was really good, uh, mainly because they all stayed in one room and they stayed out of Annalise's way. So I was happy about that. And what's her name? Um, Bonnie totally screwed up. I, Bonnie's the next. Like, if they, like, show another body and you don't know who it is, I 100% put my money down on Bonnie. Because she just made some serious enemies with yeah. what she did. So yeah, And she knows fun. it. She oh, knows I it. know.
2: She's asking Frank to come back. (laughs) That's how bad she knows she screwed up. I would not be living at my apartment. I would be over
0: there with the kids so that I'm not by myself. I'd be in that apartment with them. Uh, Anyway, so thumbs up for how do we get away with murder? Loved it. All right. uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Altered Carbon. And I really thought that more of us would be done with the show by this point, but apparently only two of us are done. And um, David is someplace in the series. If you don't want to get spo- spoiled, altered carbon. Yeah. So I want you, David, to start first and tell me what you thought of what you've seen so far, and then you can mute while we uh, talk up to episode six. We're going to talk about the episode six. Go ahead.
4: I, I can mute me, but I can't mute you because then I can't hear you.
0: I'm saying you go first. Go first. <laughs>
4: Um, I thought uh, I think it's a great uh, world and I'm you know it's 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 new so the characters seem um, I guess not completely you know fully fleshed out um, but I like the the stories that I'm hearing about them I like um, where am I Uh, so it's a little confusing but I like the you know the, the concept of the mind in a different body. And the sleeves, the, yeah. Yeah, the, with the sleeves, the stacks in the sleeves, and you take your stack, you, or you upload to your stack or so, no, something? No, 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 uh,
0: regular people have stacks. There's no uploads. They just take, you take your stack, put it in a new sleeve. The meths are the Methuselahs. They have the, they have the money to upload their data to the DHF, I think it's called, so that they get backed up. So right, if they get true death and their stack gets destroyed, there's a backup copy of them to put into a new stack.
4: But how, how does your consciousness or whatever go into a stack in the first place? That's, I That's the
0: technology that, they, that you have to accept. That's the sci-fi-ness
4: of the show. Right. That so technology you, got developed. Your brain lives in a stack instead of...
0: Instead it doesn't live. You, you still
2: have a brain, but all of your yeah. Memories... But that's like a digital brain that's yeah, it's t- it's taking digital... in all the same information at the right. same right. time. Yeah. It's so yeah, that's your copy digital copy. Yes, is yeah. on your stack.
4: So anyway, taking the stacks and putting them in in other sleeves is is a very interesting concept, and they're playing around with it because the and then the flashbacks to the to the main character's uh, previous you know life or incarnation before he was put away for whatever two hundred years or something like that. Right. Um, you know, we're learning more about his backstory, which is cool. Uh, and these, uh, what are they called? The uh, order? Not the order, the. Uh, the Prior Prioriates? The. Uh, no, the, his. Uh, he's the one envoys? of these guys that. The envoys. The oh, envoys, the envoys. envoys. Yes, the envoys. And uh, then why he got chosen to be this guy who's for the. For the meth that wants to find out who's going to kill him or whatever. Well, who did I kill him. I don't exactly understand.
0: Well, it's basically a murder whatever, mystery. But... Basically, the, the, the story so far is basically a murder mystery. He gets pulled out because uh, this guy thinks that somebody killed him, but the police don't believe it. The police think that he killed himself. And so he wants to prove or figure out who killed him. And so he, hire, he thaws out this envoy because the envoys are known to have... Great observational skills and infiltration abilities, and all this other stuff. So he wants this guy to use his special abilities to solve his murder. So it's okay, it's, yeah. it's a murder mystery.
4: And and he, we find out uh, in the second or third episode that the reason that that sleeve was chosen has a that sleeve had a relationship with the uh, police. Uh, what's her name? Olivia. Uh, Olivia? Uh, Ortega. The, uh, Ortega. Ortega. Excuse me. Uh, who? you know, keeps following him around. And now it's like, why is she following him around? Is he just causing trouble? Or now we find out that they had a relationship or she had a relationship with the, with the sleeve in a previous incarnation and she's trying to rescue him or whatever. Yeah. She wants to
0: keep the sleeve safe so that he has a place to go.
4: Right. And then, and he just, uh, he also just saw, what was the name? Tadashi or whatever. Saw his either clone or, or whatever, uh, on ice, um, that,
0: Takashi Kovacs yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, well, also, so, so so my so, question so, is,
0: so what do you? So are you hyped to so motiv- keep watching? Or? So the motivation
4: of the characters is interesting and being revealed on a on an adequate basis um, for me to keep watching episodes, and the you know the 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 world that they're living in is interesting enough. Doesn't have too many, you know, the, the stacks and sleeves, the too many jargony things for me to to catch up. Um, and I also like the uh, the AI hotel uh, character a lot. Oh yeah, Poe. Um,
0: oh. Poe's cool. Oh po,
4: yes, he's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a cool uh, world to live in, and I'm you know excited to see where the story goes. And it it looks it's got some nice production value, so I like that. Yeah. Too.
0: All right. Well, mute if you don't want to get spoiled. We're going to talk about a couple more okay. episodes. Okay. All right. Uh, Allison, I was going to say we're going to talk about episode six, but I realized I want to talk about up to the flashback episode, which was amazing, which is where the show kind of flips its script. And it goes from kind of being about one thing to being about something else. Um, so I don't
2: remember which episode that was. Was that like the second to last or the third? No, no, to last? No, no,
0: no, no, the flashback episode was episode
2: seven. Okay. Out of 10. So right. episode seven. I, I've seen them. I've seen them all. I finished the series. Well, I know, so, so have I. So have I. They all kind of bleed together. Well, that's why I'm
0: stopping time. at a very distinct episode. Like, so the last thing we find out in episode seven is the whole episode. You have his first life. You have it from when he's a little boy to when he gets arrested and he's a soldier. And then he runs into his sister Right, And okay. then they join um, the envoys and they train to become envoys and up until the envoys are all killed. And then he wakes up after, because he had had the big fight in the cage, in the dome before. And he wakes up from that after he's had his flashback and he sees his sister and he's like, how the heck are you still alive? It's 250 years later. And she comes up with some BS story that sounds like a BS story. And he does a little investigating and figures out, Oh wait, you betrayed us all. And then he just, and and the episode pretty much ends with him going, why? And that's kind of how we cut off. Um, so I really liked the flashback episode because it felt like a completely different episode. We were on a different planet. We were training with the envoys. We saw his life, you know, from the beginning And it felt like really new and fresh characters, but very familiar characters at the same time. Because we'd seen all those characters throughout, for the most part. And uh, I almost felt like you could do a whole series with the whole envoys and their missions and training and all of that with the uprising. I thought that that could have been its own thing. So, what'd you think?
2: Uh, Well, I really, I liked the episode because I think it was unique in that it wasn't constantly batting back and forth between different things. And it wasn't, I didn't, it was, it was the one episode where I didn't feel like, okay, this is disconnected from information I ought to have. It took it basically from, it it was linear. It was, you know, took it from the beginning and went on through and it, it kind of, um, I had certain problems with the show being very claustrophobic. everything we're we're being told this is a galactic empire, and yet everything happens on earth. Right. And so this opened it out, which I really appreciated. So we saw you know other worlds and what what was happening in other places and politically, what was going on, and um also more about the relationship that that he had with his sister and what happened and where they wound up. And so I I really liked all that and I especially liked the dynamic between him and his sister. It was it was kind of upsetting that you know it turn it turns out. I mean not that it's surprising but it turns out that she's evil because they really the simpatico between the two of them. I mean from the moment that they meet again is is so great. They're right. almost like one person. Right. And um, of course that's you know part of the problem is that she is never emotionally disconnected from him in any way uh but there's i think you know the just seeing that the two of them together um and the relationships between the other characters too uh like the the head of the the envoys was she's she's great right i think Uh, that
0: the thing that was a little weird is even in the flashback you could see that the sister felt that her position was being moved because he fell in love Mm -hmm. And she really did not like being number two in his life. She was so used to, especially once they reunited, she was always number one in his life. So him having a girlfriend was apparently like a no-no. And she did not react well to that. And I mean, you knew she wasn't, that she wasn't going to react really well, but I think she took it to a whole different level. Like, you killing your brother's girlfriend because you don't like being number one? That's a little extreme. Um, so I really thought that that's interesting. That this was, it's not even an Oedipal complex. I don't even know that there's a name for that. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a problem. But I really enjoyed everything getting up to that point. Because I remember when they ended up in the fight dome. And they're fighting together so well, like him and Ortega are actually doing really well and I was like, Oh yeah, you guys are doing it, you guys are doing it and then they start to lose. And then this ninja comes out of nowhere
2: and starts slicing people up. I was like, There's a ninja in this show? Like <laughs> <laughs> The got... thing is though, as soon as as soon as the ninja showed up, I knew I, I said that's his sister. I, I knew it had to be his sister. So when she finally revealed herself, it didn't surprise me in the slightest. I feel like you're right that I should not have been surprised, but
0: I was trying to write, ra- I was like, Ninja, why is there a ninja? Like, uh, but, I, but I was not surprised. When, but my biggest thing was, well, how the heck is she alive after 250 years? Uh, so that was the big question. And I like their answer, and it all made sense. And the last three episodes, I have to say, I cranked through those so fast, but we'll talk about those next week. Uh, but overall, I'm gonna say Ultra Carbon's fantastic. Thumbs up. You guys got have got to watch it if you haven't already.
2: Yeah, I am not as overwhelmed by it. Um, I I think beautiful. It's beautiful to look at, but a lot of their their visuals are you know taken right out of Blade Runner. Um, I think I think too much of their stuff is is kind of big borrowed and stolen. Um, but I like the characters. What ultimately got me to keep watching despite the fact that I thought a lot of it was derivative is the fact that I, I I got attached to the characters and I found them to be compelling. And you know, that was so that it was, it was something that just kept me, going through through the whole thing so that even though things weren't terribly surprising and and you know the the ultimate mystery at the core of it wasn't terribly mysterious at all uh, i what i liked was the relationships of the characters between each other and their backstory and i want to see more of that uh i know that that's it's going to be getting a second season so i'm i'm hoping to see more of that later
0: okay all right next week or the next podcast we will discuss the last three episodes all right, Kay. if you guys have any questions or comments, so to the TV Campfire at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, Listen to us on gettheplayradio.com, Radio, weenopolis, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.